On the north side of Chicago It's the coolest bar in town And if you go up there You better just beware You're gonna find a bunch of clowns It's a mad, mad, crazy bar The whole damn place is just so bizarre Full of all the vice and sin where do we even begin? Tip your bartenders. Hi, everybody. Pub Crawl is with the geriatric genius. We're not. You guys are dealing with a couple of <laughs> not very personable people today. We're both exhausted for very different reasons. Genius, say something. Something. <laughs> um, thanks for uh, listening to the podcast again this week. Um, and you're, every you're week. welcome. <laughs> I appreciate it, Bruce. Uh, yeah, we're tired. I'm really tired. Bruce is really tired. Jordan, how are you feeling? I don't think people really want to hear about that. Yeah, it's because it's going to affect the show. Fuck yeah, they want to hear about well, it. Well, then what are you telling them? What are you, what are you warning them for? People are probably snapping off their whatever they snap off. What? Yeah. What the hell does that mean? Ask Jordan, well, ask Jordan how, how he's feeling. I did. <laughs> Pay what attention. What did he, he say? said good. Fine. Oh, he's well, normal. Well, at least somebody's... Uh, yeah, Ruth's not here. She's that tired. Well, she's working. She show up. We encourage that. Um, so, genius, why are you tired? I'm tired because they did not warn me today was going to be beautiful. But it was. So all of a sudden, after my... Watch the t- you look at the TV all the time. Yeah, I know. There's but the whole channel dedicated to weather. What do you mean they didn't tell you? Well, you know what they said? Like, the low 60s by the lake and breezy. That's, that's terrible. That's like it makes it feel like it's worse. That's terrible. That's bullshit. It was yeah. really hot today. Well, I understand that, but they didn't... I know. They, I agree. I was not forewarned. So anyway... After I kind of took my first nap, I opened the back porch door. Well, lo and behold, it was sunny and balmy. I went, what the? So I thought, well, I'm going to head over to the driving range with a few golf balls. So I drive over, and guess what? They got the driving rooms closed because they're putting some pipes in or some shit like that. So I went over and putted for a while, and um, I'm still kind of shaky with... I don't really know exactly how I'm going to putt this year. Why? Why? Because it's mental with me. And plus, I also think it's, you know, age related. It's like riding a bike. Get back on. And I rode, that's the problem, because I, the driving range is closed, so I went home and I rode my bike, and I kept going farther. I thought, I went, I'll go up to the University of Chicago, catch a little sun, sit on the bench, look at the students hustling and bustling and throwing frisbees and shit like that. And um, it reminded me of my school days at Berkeley. So, and then I thought, you know what? I'm going to drive over past, ride, ride over past the Laredo Taft Fountain in Washington Park, right? In the, and then, you know, it's kind of dangerous because they, they um, there's, you know. The Fountain of Time? Uh, is that what they call yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's in the Midway. It's in the other end of the Midway. No, it's not. It's right on the cottage go. Oh, here's here's rock and roll. Mm, you were thinking something else. So, um, no, you're thinking of something else. You're thinking of the atomic bomb. <laughs> no. <laughs> were they? Were they? Meant? So I rode around the the lagoons over in Washington Park, but you could just see some street Jimmy youngsters jumping out of the bushes and uh, waylaying me. So I had to be cautious. And I'm not the best bike rider yet. I mean, my memory muscles, yes, I can make the fucking thing go forward and stop, but other than that, pretty shaky. And uh, so I rode quite a bit. So by the time I got home, I was so fucking tired, I couldn't even eat anything. So I I took a nap. It was kind of a half-ass nap. Thank God for earplugs, because they're doing uh, sanding in one building, and then they're they got to build a house, two houses, in the time they're rehabbing the place next door. So I was quite tired. But then Ruth was going to um, massage the Irish girl that's going back to Ireland. And um, 
So she said, well, why don't you just take the train in, walk over? Well, I thought, well, gee, the weather's so goddamn good. After my nap, I'll feel good enough. Well, after my nap, I felt, I felt like a half-dead sewer rat. But I, so I thought, well, you know what? You kind of look like one right now, i got to say. Yeah, I, I have all the... Yeah. I, <laughs> I could see how I could easily mistake and be mistaken. <laughs> and so I better take my pill too. So anyway, um I literally just asked you I know, four minutes well, ago. Well and I wasn't talking that much. <laughs> so I so I thought, well you know what? Because I'm so brave and heroic, I think I'll I will do it. So I took the train and by the time I got to Division Street I wanted to kill somebody. Why? Because I was so tired. Oh. And, um... You could hop on the bus, you know. Yeah, I know. And I saw, I looked at the Clark Street bus, and of course, where the fuck is it when you want it? Nowhere. So, I just kept, you know. So, anyway, by the time I got here, I went down the basement, carried up all the crap for the podcast, uh, and then I kind of tried to figure out how to curl up in a ball up here in the window and take a little nappy poo. But I couldn't do it. So that's why I'm tired. Okay. Um. Well. And so I know. I guess you took miss, moved a few boxes. I yeah. I moved out of my apartment over the weekend, and, and it's one of those things where it just does not end. So today, well, it all started this morning when I woke up at 4:45 a.m. and I was going to go to a workout, but then I ended up not going to a workout. But then I was wide awake, so I started my day, drank coffee, started working. Well, your, well, your girlfriend gets, she's got that southern thing where she gets up at like... She's an early riser. Yeah, what's the, what's the hell I about? don't know. We're night owls. We don't get it. You and I don't get it. No. I function, I do my best work starting around 7 p.m., 8 p.m., going to 2 a.m. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm fairly alert by about 4 uh, yeah, but, but that's, I feel like that's also a geriatric thing. Four in the afternoon? Oh, no. You get up at four in the morning. You get up yeah. really early, yeah. right? No, you get up about five, but then I go See? back to sleep an hour. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, no, I usually will, like, ideal for me is, like, go to bed, like, at one or two and wake up, like, around 8.30. That's ideal for me. But, um... Do you ever take naps? No. Wow, it's that's very rare. You're not getting that much sleep then. I average like six or seven hours of sleep a night. It's rare, but anyway. So this morning she was going to get, uh, she was going to a five thirty workout, and I was going to do a six thirty workout. But then the dog cries sometimes, and we didn't want to wake up the other roommate. Anyway, so I stayed up working, and then. After about two and a half hours of working, I started getting into like the whole moving, time to move more shit. So that was my whole day. And I did not take a nap. So I'm really tired because it's like eight o'clock at night now. You're fucking young. I mean, this is ridiculous. I mean, I'm... You didn't nap when you were in your 40s? Yes, but I'm a special... (laughs) Because I was a genius. I napped when I was in my teens. So... I mean, I'm... Wait a minute. 30 seconds ago, I was stupid because I'm complaining because I'm young and in my 40s. Yeah. And now I'm stupid because I'm not napping. Well, you're, you're stupid for other reasons, too. <laughs> it's not, I'm not just... I knew that one was coming. I thought that, was, that was me opening the door. Yeah, and I stepped right through. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, I've, see, I've always been a light sleeper. And Lily says you're not a light sleeper. Uh, she's, she, she said air raid sirens could go off and you wouldn't wake up. Depends. Sometimes, yeah, depends. Yeah. I say I'm not. Yeah, no, I don't know. Every, um, everything would distract. Now, thank God for earplugs. Um, Ruth's brother gave me. He works at the airport around planes, so he has all he had all these earplugs. So he gave me a bunch, and thank God because. Without those, I'm, I would I would just roll over in a fetal position and and just stop breathing. Well, you don't like a lot of noise. Period. No. I'm actually shocked at how much you're in this bar sometimes on a Saturday night. Yeah. Because it, it gets fucking obnoxious in yes, here. Yes, it does. You're right. And I think I'm it's shocked nice. that you actually are in here. Probably are you just really angry? 
in the corner over there? Part of it is um, that our tin roof, which is very attractive, but it's um, it's uh, very not very sun Well, that's it, it, a typical Chicago architectural feature. I think it's oh yeah, a lot of bars have that issue. But I was mentioning to you, um, I did. I certainly overdid it today. The last thing I needed to do was walk walk down here, and I mentioned how how. I am old now because when you when you got these three hundred fifty pound women in in tight pants and high heels just sprinting past you on the fucking sidewalk, <laughs> you know, oh fuck, this is bad. <laughs> this is seriously, seriously bad. Well, take a nap next time, for fuck's sake. I try. I, I well, I tried taking one when I got no, here. No, before, before you decided. I to go did. On this I did. Walk. I did take a nap. Um. All right, well, so I'm here, sure, you, here you guys have it, so two tired I'm sure, people. I'm sure everybody's just thrilled to hear that we're tired. People <laughs> that actually worked all day. Can you imagine that? I mean, <laughs> you people, you, you, you lucky people that got to go and, and uh, you know, uh, cut grass all day. Or, get yelled at by your boss. Yeah, yeah get yelled job. at by your you should, fucking you boss. Should. If you're, if you're getting yelled at by your boss, you should really reconsider looking for a new job, everybody. Yeah, tell that to your family. That, you know, I'm, I, I, that my boss yelled at me, so none, nobody's going to be able to eat. We're going to get thrown out of our You apartment. have zero, zero, zero place to give anyone advice about working because you've never had a job, barely. Yes, but I've read about it. <laughs> I've known people who had jobs. I, I, yeah, yeah, I've known all kinds of people that never had jobs. Folks, everyone around you has mm-hmm. had a job. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. I want to talk about a couple of things related to this podcast. One, um, we got a fan letter. See, this disappoints me. They only get one fan letter. And I rarely get any. <laughs> I actually do want to encourage everyone. Please, 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 reach out to us. It helps me. It it helps me not have to talk to Bruce all the time. And also, here's why we like fan letters. A, um, we like to know that people are actually listening. Well, there's there's a little thing that tells us. Yeah, but you know, like they have the real people connection. Okay. Yeah. You know, I don't care about the, what the numbers and the computer say. I like the real people. That's why we're, we're bar people. Of course we like the real stuff. All right. B, yes, we love the interactivity. Correct? Why look at me like I have 17 heads? Why, why what? We like, why are you looking at me like I have 17 heads? I'm, well, you're unusual. That's why I'm looking <laughs> at you. Um, uh, anyway, I also like, I like to get these letters... If they're nice, because I, that makes me hopeful that Bruce is not pissing off the entire world. So that's good. Well, I, you know, if I could piss off the entire world, my job would be complete. <laughs> All right, well, I would like to personally say hello and acknowledge uh, our most recent um, uh fan who has reached out to us Mike hi Mike um, thanks for sending in what's a message. Mike, Mike's last name uh, do we want to say that why, why not Chicago say yeah give Mike's last, last name really or give us the letter and then we'll no, decide no Mike L okay but I mean Mike L from from Uppers Grove how's oh, that that's good uh, Mike Thanks for um, your message. I hope you got my email back. I pride myself in always replying to everyone. So I hope you got your uh, the email back. Um, well, well, I reply to people too, but yet a lot of times it's about their mama. Um, I've been getting a lot of that. I appreciate that you wrote to me. Uh, he wrote, hi, Liz, and then he wrote, or should I say, pub crawl, Liz. I really appreciate that. Pub crawls, you, yes. Yeah. PCL, pub crawl, whatever. Um, I appreciate the fact that you've been hooked on the podcast ever since the genius first vibrated your eardrums. That's a new one, right? That's kind of sexual. (laughs) Well, hey. Um, Lifelong Chicago native. Uh, He binged. 
He he found out about us when we were at episode eleven, and he binged the first ten. Wow. We're like we're like Chicago's Game of Thrones, for fuck's sake, is what we are. Oh please don't. We'll get to that in a minute. Yeah. Um. Anyway, he uh he lives in Uppers Grove. Um. <laughs> the best the best thing about his email was was his question. Was the genius really in 1960s gay porn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you want to see Dr. Penis. That's my greatest movie. But because uh, we had a few Can under- you get that on YouTube? Can you get, where can you get, where can you get your well, movies? Well, the problem, see, here's the problem. All my gay porn, they're, they're one of my favorite, uh, we, had, we had this really cute little uh, chick she she put, did a lot of dyke stuff. It turns out she was underage, so it's like considered kitty porn, and so it's very hard to get my stuff now. <laughs> the toilet, I think the toilet was my best picture, but Doctor Penis was my most famous series. The toilet with the sequel, Bidet. No, we didn't have a sequel. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, he also makes reference to the fact that he feels connected to you. Because you both have smoked Lamont Quarry weed. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, God. I mean, it's, it's, like, uh, it's like swallowing gravel. <laughs> um, anyway, so he's never been to the alehouse. And he said that he, was, uh, he, he recently went on a first date and she suggested somewhere in Old Town. And he wanted to suggest the ale house, but thought it was a little too risky. Which you know what, Mike, you're right. Don't don't no. ever bring everyone here to a first date ever. Uh, Mike, really, I'll tell you what. You can figure out if the bitch does not like the ale house. Dump her. That, that's a, it's a kind of a shortcut to dump. I mean, you know. Now, if she's kind of chick, wow, what a cool place. Now you know that there's some, you got something going on there. No, I disagree. I disagree. I, disagree. I think you guys need to be in a place that isn't so um, uh, invasive of your own space. How because, so? How because, is it invasive? Because the regulars could, you know, interject at any moment. What do you mean interject? Like if they're seeing a first date happening, right? People leave those those computer people alone. There are actually a lot of first date people that come here. Bullshit. Tons. There's lots of them. I know. And nobody goes over and bothers them. It's fun to watch. Not, see, <laughs> we're watching. Well, no, and then because we're making comments. No, when it's the like broad, our very own dating game. When the broad's eyes start rolling and she starts looking, and then towards we all start the laughing in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, no. All I'm saying is, good move. Uh, out second date, sure. Why not? That's when you really want to no. test the waters with. Well, see what the ladies are. are certainly worth. by the second date. Um, but anyway. Uh, date or no date, Mike. You should come and say hello. We're always around. Uh, Bruce more so. He likes it here all the more. I do like it. And uh, I will say that when you do come in, please. Ooh, please we got a guest. Please. Oh, nice. Please do no, not he try. Won't do it. He won't do it. Please do not get. Jukebox show. He could end up in the trunk tomorrow if he came on. I, I say he, he should come on. Yeah, I know, but... Yeah. Oh, Lordy. Yeah. I mean, anybody deals with the last... When you got your nickname is Jukebox Joe. I mean, come on. Um, okay. I mean, I might end up in the trunk. That'd be even worse. Anyway, let's, can we get back to our show? I think we were doing our show. No, right you get now. too easily distracted by all the shiny things. Uh, anyway, Mike, yeah, come in. Do not come in and order a Polish martini. You, why anyone would ever do that to themselves is beyond me. Well, because maybe he wants to get it up for his date. <laughs> Rather than drink four martinis, you know. How about just a beer? I think he can handle a fucking beer. Most people can handle a beer. Right. Well, let me just make or three sure. or four. They don't need a water light on ice. Well, That's all I'm saying. He maybe he wants to bang her in the toilet, and believe me. What the hell does that have to do with a? Well, you 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 can't have you can't have a lot of alcohol circulating and get that baby up quick in the john. Believe me, believe me, I know. All right. Well, thanks for writing in, Mike. 
Other people, please <laughs> <Yeah>. write in. <laughs> yes, thank you. Now I can see why like, it maybe doesn't want his name. <laughs> Um, I also would like to discuss our last podcast with Sergio. How that conversation will ever be topped, I don't know. It was high energy. Yeah, I'm getting so many uh, messages about how fantastic it was. Did you see that message we got on Twitter? I tagged you in it. No, I didn't see it. Oh my gosh! You, I think you liked it. <laughs> oh well, then I must. Have, what, did, what did you say? Oh my! Well, I gotta find it. But oh, anyway, no, I'm getting relax. I know how to do it. It's not like you trying to find some shit on your computer. Um, my point is, is that he's a really good guest because he's kind of Looney Tunes, which is great. They're speaking Looney Tunes. Oh, God. See, there's something shiny. Okay, well. Um, so, you, you, so you like Abby Sergio? Yeah, I think he's fantastic. And I don't know. I, I am curious. You think every show he'd ever be on would be like that? Well, he... He can turn, I mean, he's really, I mean, um, he's a very bizarre guy, and you, you just don't know which Sergio necessarily is going to show. Do I mean, the guy he was with, Doc, the skinny black guy from Waukegan, who's into UFOs, I mean, this guy, and seriously, and, and absolutely insists that he was abducted. You know, tra- Sergio travels with a lot of people like that, UFO types. So, uh, I've never once ever, ever, ever been with anyone who's referred to anyone else as a UFO type. <laughs> oh, we've had, we used to have a bar, we used to have a bartender who uh, believed in all that shit. Jan, oh god, was she's <laughs> and guys used to bang her. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Okay, well, so my question is. Is it always going to be, uh, you think, th- well, you don't know which Sergio you're going to get. Okay, here's a real question. Does Sergio's performance, or I guess just presence, improve with the more he drinks? Or is it better to keep it steady? Uh, I think steady, definitely. No, you don't, I don't think you want too much. I mean, because, you know, it's like, well, it's like bowling. I, I don't think you... When you go bowling... You start out, oh, okay, and then you have a few beers and you get a nice little buzz and you're like, I'm bowling, you know, strikes, strikes, strikes. But then the minute I just have a little too much, my game starts going downhill fast. Oh, really? So you gotta, you gotta, I gotta know. I gotta know where I'm at. And I'm wondering if Sergio I, I would imagine you'd be a pretty good bowler. I mean, you were built for picking lettuce. <laughs> and I would think if that could translate into bowling. Bowling... Bowling, the, have you seen anyone bowl before? I used to bowl. But I, you know what, I, everybody say, you throw a straight ball. You know, everybody throws those big curve balls. That, yeah. You know, I, I don't understand. Th- I would love I to would know th- how to do that. I would throw a dainty little straight ball. It was good for picking up spares, but not exploding pins. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was kind of a I kind of want to learn how to do the curve. And then they, and then they like, they like cup it. You can do it? Oh, Jordan. Jordan can do it. I think. Do you hold it like with the palm of your hand? Yeah, two fingers. Are you are you like a secret amateur professional bowler? You are very own kingpin. Did you see that movie Kingpin? I, I saw the movie. Oh my god, it's so funny. I love that hair thing. You with with Bill, Bill Murray. Murray. <laughs> <with> the hair. <laughs> um, yeah, that's amazing the way they do that. Anyway, I guess a lot of people do it since it's bowling. Well, bowling, but, yeah, bowler yeah. Frank. <laughs> right. yeah, bowler Frank would be a good guess, but he's been in seclusion ever since his mother died. And his health is all fucked up. But uh, you know what? Why don't you just say, fill in the blank would be a great guest, except they're too old. Well, no. I mean, he'd and be... ever since... He'd, if he walked in right now... All of your, I, these are all of your suggestions. I would drag him up here right now if, if he walked in. I feel like great. all of your suggestions are people like, oh, he's not doing so well. And no, he'll, he'll no, get in trouble no, for coming out to the bar. No, I, 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 I would... I would love to have Jukebox Joe, but there would just be problems. 
With his wife? No, topic problems. Politics? (laughs) Family problems. No, not family. Well, yeah, family in the generic Italian sense, yeah. Okay. Um, Anyway, so we've been getting messages about... I I have to tell you a funny story. One time, John Fox, he would have been great uh, on the show. Unfortunately, he's dead. But Fox was a professional comic for years and years, was on the Johnny Carson show. He was big time for a while, and of course he kind of drank himself into kind of obscurity. But his drinking got worse and worse. So somebody tried to break into one of the pinball. We we used to have pinball machines in here. We don't have them anymore. We just have the jukebox. Where was the pinball machine? They were all lined against that wall, far oh, wall yeah. over there. But it took, it took way much, too much room for people, you know, sitting around drinking. Mm-hmm. And after that, yeah, E2, when all those people got trampled to death. Oh, yeah. And uh, the fire department started cracking down everyone. And then they started coming around here. It was, it was bullshit. So we had to pull them out because we had to make more room for people. And... Um, so somebody tried to break in. There were a group came in, three or four people. Parade was with them. They all got around, and when they left, the machine was busted. But you'd see they tried to break in for the money. So Joe comes in. Fox, it's like yeah, maybe 10 in the morning. Fox is completely shit-faced. So he's sitting there, and so Joe says, well, you know, when they did used to do that, uh, Cicero, and my, I remember one time and my father caught some guy doing that, and they took the guy's hands and stuck them in the uh, French fry fryer. And I went, ooh, that wouldn't be any fun. So. <laughs> Does not sound fun. So, no. So anyway, by about 6 o'clock that night, I come back to the bar. Somebody says, Jesus Christ, I was at Bar Louie this morning, and Fox said you guys stuck some guy's hand in the French fryer over at the ale house. I said, well, that's interesting, because we don't have a French fryer. <laughs> yeah. And so he'd gone down the whole street, all the way up to Burton, telling people about how we'd stuck some guy's hand in the French fryer. <laughs> so from when he said, I think somebody at Burton pointed out, well, they hadn't served food at the Yellows. But, uh, yeah, we, but Joe got a lot of credit for that. That's the old days. The old days. Yeah. Um, okay, well, I would like to have... Joe on as a uh, yeah I don't guest. think I don't think that's probably um, well we'll keep thinking about guests but anyway yeah. again my point is that I don't think that we're gonna have a greater guest than Sergio because oh he's just... there's there's some other ones out there where who well I, would, I received I, a lot of messages a lot of text messages from listeners okay, all right, well, uh, then, the the the, the, I mean, the, the Twitter the Twitter comment I was telling you Sergio, about Sergio Sergio's terrific the, I, the I think. I think fancy pants would be real good too. Well, get his ass over here. At night, same problem we got with. Um, uh, I mean, this is buzzkill. ridiculous. Well, these people. This are not, is ridiculous. They're too fucked up by the time they get here, and then ridiculous. you gotta get them home. Okay, the Twitter comment we got was, "Thank you for your wonderful podcast today. My husband and I laughed our asses off." Really. Those are these are the similar emails and text messages I got about the podcast. Yeah, well, I get people now. Here's one thing: I do get people coming into the bar and giving me uh, compliments. In fact, I had some woman the other night, uh, last night, come in and said how she loves the podcast. Wait, where was I? And and then, um, what's his name from Brookfield? Uh, where? Mar- Oh, shit, I can't. He's Sturgis, old Sturgis guy. He said that, uh, he says, who Joe Bruce? What? Barry. Barry, yeah, Barry Mark. He said that the problem is his drive is only 40 minutes, and our podcast always goes beyond here. So, yeah, I agree with him. In fact, I'm ticking, I'm ticking, oh, looking. Oh, uh, fuck your little. Everybody, rig. everybody says this, and I'm a 100% everybody. agreement. No. The, we don't the want these shows last to go said, I wish it was longer. Ha, 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 ha. Was she talking about the podcast or something else? Podcast. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yes. <laughs> the, yeah, all the bitches are a little greedy in that department. All right, well, um... <laughs> all right, let's just stop that talk right now. Okay. <laughs> um, you, you, you don't want... You keep working on the guest list, okay? 
I got a couple yeah. up my sleeve. Well, I never know for sure what night we're going to do the podcast because <laughs> of is. you. It is a crapshoot. Yeah. I never know either. All right, I will. I will try to work on. It. Although we were going to do it last Tuesday, and I called Sergio and said, "No, what's going to happen Wednesday?" And he showed up, no problem. Yeah, but no. Well, that's the funny thing about him. He does show up. I mean, he always makes our talent shows. Yeah, he lives stuff. far. He does well. He does and he doesn't sometimes. <laughs> but he did that night. So um, as long as people are able to communicate like normal humans, I don't think the evening. The night matters. Yes, it matters to Buzzkill and to Fancy Pants, believe me. Well, because they're already extraordinary. Uh, yeah, if we did the podcast at 6 in the morning, they'd be perfect. That's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about Game of Thrones? Well, I just want to say, um, I keep hearing about it. And the bar was very slow on Sunday. And the series is the final season premiere. Yeah, so everybody said, oh, everybody's home watching this. So when, You would hate it, by the way, Ruth, I think. Oh, I don't think you need to think. So Ruth and I got home. I said, what the fuck is this? So we, I was channel surfing on HBO, and sure enough, we got the Game of Thrones. And this kind of dumpy broad and some guy that looked like he had a poker up his ass. I was sitting, wearing some kind of like weird outfits. And they're going to ride on fucking dragons. Now, now you, That's like Old Town in the 60s. Ukraine Ukraine Mike is a big fan. Now, this tells me everything <laughs> I need to know. Ukraine Mike is really hooked. And he even ma- announced he was staying home because he had to watch. He uh, made an announcement? He made an announcement. I'm surprised he didn't have a Game of Thrones party. That he didn't? I don't know, yeah. I don't. I well, he probably did, but we weren't invited. <laughs> So, so you would have gotten there on on Saturday. So my contempt, my contempt for my fellow humans, just okay. I, just when I think he can't need going any lower, everybody's home watching this dumb fucking sci-fi bullshit thing. It's not thing sci-fi. With, it's got dragons. It's really what the hell are you talking about? It's not really sci-fi. I agree. Listen, I was with you. I was with you. I was like, I don't understand what this bullshit. Because I'm not really like a Lord of the Rings, you know, fantasy land shit. But everybody that I was around was like, "Please watch it. You love history. It, it's like it's it's." Oh, the history it's, it's, of it's, when, when when we had dragons. That, that history. Well, here's the deal. Yes, it's all of course made up, but it's a show where I would say that the the depth of the characters is front and center, whereas like the made up stuff is sort of just the background. Where it's a lot of those shows all are right. the other way around. Enough of that. Anyway, so I what oh. I did was. This is very telling. I finally said, fine, 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 fine. When I started my first, uh, back in February, when I started my first six weeks of not uh, drinking and the whole nutrition and the whole uh, fitness shit, I was like, all right, I need to do something with myself. Otherwise, I'm going to go bananas, right? So I started to watch the show. And literally, I watched, so it was seven seasons, and it's about ten episodes per season, except for the last season. So, in beginning in February, I literally watched the last season of episodes, uh, last episode of season seven, like two hours before the, se- the season premiere on Sunday. And I was so proud of myself. And here, let me tell you my opinions based on the fact that I literally watched the whole show. This show started in 2011. So I watched this whole show in two months. Okay. My opinions are this. A, it was good. I'm glad I watched it. I understand things. I like knowing what's happening in pop culture. And I really do appreciate the writing and the depth of the characters and the interactivity of the characters. Appreciate that. B, um, I'm glad I watched it the way I did because... Everything was fresh in my head. You know how when you watch a series and then it goes away for a year and you're like, I don't know what the fuck happened. That was a year ago, right? And then you maybe feel like you got to go watch the last episode again. But then you're like, I don't even, I still don't remember. You got to watch the whole season again. And I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Everything was so fresh. I'm really glad I did it the way I did it. I don't understand how people could have watched since 2011 because that's a long time. Um, and see... Uh, I would say that um, it does. It, it, 
could I could understand why people were really stoked about it, but I cannot understand how the super fans. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. Well, did you see they, they had a Star Wars convention yeah. at the, at the, uh, McCormick Place? Mm-hmm. And we're driving by. When we drive by the parking lot, all these freaks are out there dressed. In, and then people were showing pictures of adults, grown grown adults on the L coming in wearing Star Wars shit. So, There's I mean... A, I mean, it's a whole so world out there. There's a whole... It's suggesting that, that, that really... Haven't you ever heard of Comic-Con? Have I ever read it? Heard of it? Comic Con? No, I've never heard of it. It's this whole convention. It's in, it's like in San Diego and L.A. and in different parts of the here, different parts of the country, where it's this convention about basically like superhero characters and supernatural characters, and you have like actors talking and people go and they all they show up all dressed up. It's like it's like a whole. No, I mean, thing. yes, it's, it's no. What it is, it suggests that you have no life. So if you have absolutely zero life, you need a life of some sort, some desperate attempt to have a fucking life. It's called so co- you know no, what you it's do. It's called cosplaying. When so you, you know what you do. You put on a fucking goofy ass outfit. Now you can go to a football game. Put you know, um, put a rooster hat on and blue makeup and. A big bunny tail on, and then go out and root for your favorite fucking team. What so, team is that? Uh, it's just Jesus. a generic team. Oh. And um, so, yes, people poor pathetic. I mean, can you imagine your kids seeing you get ready to go and do this shit? And you wonder why they have nothing but contempt for you? And why to fuck the kid that works at the gas station? I mean, there's, what else can the kid do? I, wow, I don't know what the fuck that was. Uh, that was an interesting glimpse into your head. Yeah. <laughs> Where you all went. Anyway, uh, yeah, you're, re- you, you're crazy to think that anything can really compete with a Game of Thrones season premiere, especially when it's the last season ever. Now, have you been watching, do you watch Downton Abbey? Oh, I watched the whole thing. It was fantastic. You would like that. Yeah, I know, but I, I first of all. There's I, also I, a British version. I don't have access to it. But, um, that's, that's Showtime. I and think, the only time right? I watch is if HBO. It's, Fuck. Oh, is it? What, oh what? yeah, it is PBS. What is it? Yeah, it's Peep Channel Eleven. T-T-W. Yeah, but they don't just show it whenever you want. You can it. find that shit on the internet. Well, I'll wait till it goes to Netflix. You should look. Do you have Hulu? E- Ebert liked what? You have Hulu? No, we had it for like what a week. No, we had the other one, the Amazon. Amazon Prime. Prime. Oh, that's a good one too. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah Downton Abbey's awesome. It was a great show. In fact, I wanna, I want. It's one of those situations where next time I go to London, I want to take a day trip to the to the castle where they live. I'm not into castles. It's like when. Uh, what no- the, how could you not be into castles? Uh, you don't What's like, wrong with the castle? There's nothing wrong with them. But uh, <laughs> if I. If I have a, a choice between going to an art museum or going to a... Cha- uh, when we were staying in Stirling... Oh, no, you weren't that. That was the first trip to Scotland. There's a, a big castle. Well, everybody yeah, I've been, there. Not, I've been to the I castle. I like going up the hill, but I didn't, you know, I didn't really feel some like I needed to go... Some of those castles have and, some great artwork in them. And, and also, yeah, I, I hear, I understand. Uh, we'll look at Notre Dame. Oh, boy. We'll get to that one. Keep talking. Well, I, it's just that uh, I did go in Notre Dame. Now, that's the, I did not realize how, um, what's the fear of heights again? In Cl- uh, heights? Yeah, what's your fear? What's the fear of heights? What phobia? Uh, 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 I don't know. phobia is when you don't want to leave home. <laughs> yeah. Claustrophobia, too. Uh, I don't know. You, what do you mean you don't know? You, my, my, my brain's almost shot. So I, I'm i exhausted, too. I want to no, get... No, I, 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 no. This is age-related. No. I'm, I'm tired. The synapses are not firing well. I went to get a wax today, and I fell asleep while, they're ripping, while they're ripping hair out of my face. Where, I fell what, asleep. What, what about your snatch? Were no, you I don't do that. Oh, I you don't do that? Uh-oh. What is it? What did you say? Oh, you can't read it. Acrophobia. Acrophobia. Thanks, Jordan. Yeah. I was the acrophobe. Well, I, I did not realize the extent of it until I went to Paris with Indy, and we climbed up to oh, the yeah. top of that thing. Holy shit. I'm thinking. That thing's tall. And I'm thinking, 
is this thing going to fall over? I mean, this is bullshit. And then when you start walking up there, you can't go back because there's like a thousand people behind you. I know. That's the worst part about it so, all. So, uh, like goddamn people. Yeah. Have you ever been to the Leaning Tower of Pisa? Uh, I went, I, the only time I, I just have to look out the train window when we pass it. I just have to be on the right. Yeah, I went, we, it's uh, the town when you're approaching on the train on the way to, to uh, Turin. Or Torino is what the way it is. Torino. So, I look. Did I, you see the I, shroud? I'm looking. Um, no, but there was a hot blonde, really smoking hot blonde from. Uh, Most people go to Europe and remember all the fucking. I know, but this you, was, you remember Europe according to which no, chick you was, saw where? Well, I wrote about it in the California jailbreak because I got in a lot of trouble over this. But um, I just happened to look out the window when I saw uh, Pisa, and I look out and. Just as I looked out, boom, there was a leaning tower. And it leans, no question about it. <laughs> There's a replica in Niles. I know, at the YMCA. Yeah, yeah. that looks like shit. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But um, as far as, uh, when I was at Berkeley, one of my very favorite professors, Alan Temko, um, he was the architectural critic for the Chronicle. He uh, taught a class, and he wrote, Really, an amazing book about Notre Dame, and we had to read it for the class. Beautifully written book, very nice book. So I, I, I kind of knew a lot about it before I went uh -huh. up the, uh, up there. But um, you know, so now everybody's raising money. And they said, well, you know, people just didn't put enough down. Hey, there's a fucking um, criminal organization known as, as uh, the Catholic Church. <laughs> Maybe they had a cough up there. There was a there were there were there was a child molester. I read an so. interesting uh, piece how prior to this tragedy, um, the church and the city were fighting over who was going to pay for the restoration because the city owns it well, and they lease it to the church for free. Well, the city probably has a tourist attraction. They probably better sure. cough up. But still, that fucking church. Maybe if they have those guys stop blowing little children, they could they could save a lot of money and take care of some of this stuff. Um, also, I have some. I found some interesting facts from some of my historian friends who focus on European history. Um, a friend of mine said, "Well, how is it being destroyed? It's made of stone." And one well, one they, part they of it is that roof, the, the roof forest. is all the the roof is all yeah timber, right? Well, yeah, also, but they deplete the whole forest of the the um the structure is made of something called Paris stone, which is the same as like Midwestern limestone. So Ooh. like the water tower. Oh, that's not that. Strong. Right, same. No, so it's very porous. Yeah. And so the minute it, you have heat on it, and then you add water to it, it just kind of can crumble. So that was interesting. I didn't know that. I thought it was like you know something that was like, I don't know, massive. The other thing I learned of was that um. Back during the French Revolution, they were afraid that the, the cathedral would be hurt and it would be destroyed. So they started to have a plan B on what to do to restore it. And so they planted all of these oak trees. So I don't know if you've ever been to Versailles, but if you no. go to Versailles and there's this like, big passageways, you should go to Versailles, it's a badass. Um, and also pay for the VIP private tour so you don't have to get into all the, all the stupid uh, lines. Anyway... So there are these like big roadways that lead to the to the to the castle to the palace, and they're all these giant oak trees. And so I found out that the, they had the church planted those oak trees at Versailles during the French Revolution, so that they would grow in case some shit happened. So the oak trees that are there are meant for this exact purpose, and they're old and historic. Well, too. I think maybe this time they shouldn't use wood. I heard something interesting today in my uh, oil painting class. Um, supposedly, all the wood was treated with linseed oil, which is highly flammable. Yeah. And maybe part of the restoration, um, somebody just threw some rags. Well, that's going to be the interesting thing. And Who fucked up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> they just ignited because they do that. If, if they're in a container and... They just naturally... The rags, they'll, they'll just combust. Flammable, yeah. yeah. Well, we certainly hope it wasn't an Arab welder. That'll look bad. That, I'm, surprised, I'm surprised someone didn't immediately tweet and assume that that's what it was. 
Oh, well, I'm sure they. I'm sure he he. Well, he did tweet something dumb. Would, oh, pissy face. Yeah. Well, he always. Yeah, yeah. He wanted what flying. You should really. They should really put that fire out fast. Yeah. Hey, there's no fire. Put it out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh lordy. Um. All right. Well, that was that was sucky to see. It made my stomach turn yesterday. Um, but other people did bring up some interesting points that other churches have been set on fire because of hate. What about the sheriff's kid that went and burned all the black churches yeah, exactly. down? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, maybe people could send some money over there while it'd be, you know, hey, let the Catholic Church take care of theirs. And it's true. It's true. Oh, I guess Holy Name Cathedral burned a couple of years ago. <laughs> yeah, all kinds of shit always burns. Stuff burns. Yeah, Stuff, shit happens, yeah. Um, I'm just glad nothing happened to the Louvre. Now that I would miss. Yeah, yeah oh that would be God. bad. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um... Anyway, historic preservation matters. Yes, so. we all agree on that. Yeah. Um, you watched golf over the weekend? Talk yes, um, I did. And it was quite... I do this every year because, you know, the weather in Chicago is kind of dicey. and um, But the Masters, usually at the spring comes down south probably about six weeks early. And the dogwoods and the azaleas are blooming and the birds are chirping. And if you could just remove the human beings that organize the Masters and are in and around the Masters, it would be this great golf tournament. Unfortunately, the founder of the Masters, Bobby Jones, a legendary golfer, was um, basically um, an entrenched KKK ultra-supersonic racist scumbag. And... um, even in the 60s, they, they kept uh, black players from competing. And the only blacks who could get on the golf course were, of course, with the caddies, and they made them wear these plantation coveralls, which they, now these caddies are making, a lot of these caddies are making a couple hundred grand a year. The white the players finally bitched and said, hey, we, got, we, we, we pay these guys, you got to let us bring them with. But they make them wear the plantation outfits. And the big deal was that... Uh, um, then some women started bitching because they don't allow. Now I, I I agree with the club on this one. If you want to have a club, you don't want any you don't want any women, you don't want any Jews, or you don't want any Catholics, or you don't you know. I mean, you're private. As long as you're private, well, okay, it's a private fucking club. Like Roger Marx said, I wouldn't belong to any club that would have me as a member, and I understand that part of it. So anyway, so the women start bitching that they want to be around these girl boy yokel uh, fuckheads. And um, so so guess who the fuck they have one woman member, guess who it is? Aunt Tabby, Condoleezza Rice. Oh wow. So they get they so they got a bull dyke uh, black woman. So they you know doing it. And then they finally let a black member in. And guess what happened to him? Oh Lord. He got he, he was taking payoffs people <laughs> <in his> <laughs> um, I have tried to watch these golf tournaments before. Well, and holy t- shit, are they fucking boring? Well, yeah, because you don't know shit about golf. But um, it, this one was not far from boring. And um, so Tiger Woods, I, I, I've known him. I, I mean, I just never like pals. I didn't even know he was still around. Well, you, you don't know a lot, obviously. Well, tell me. I'm asking. Well, I'm telling. So, yes, I mean, but he had, well, you know, he had uh, the broad, his wife, uh, the Swedish nanny hit him in the mouth with uh, yeah, car a wreck five and shit, iron. Right? Who was he married to? Uh, some uh, woman. Who? She, she, she was a, she's a Swedish. Her mother is some kind of uh, Yeah, was she, uh, was she uh, an athlete, too? No, she was a nanny. No, he was going with Lindsey Vaughn. The, That's right, the, Lindsey Vaughn. That's what I'm is, thinking about. But she didn't him in the mouth with five iron when she found out he was doing hookers in New York. Are they still dating? No, no. He had this kind of really kind of slutty broad with him and his two kids. Wait a minute. You are saying... You are you are judging. I like sluts. I know what I'm saying. Like, why yeah. are you? Why did you look like you just? I don't no. know. Well, I mean, because usually he goes for these. An aunt. Usually, Tiger goes for hot blondes, but this bra was a brunette, and she really didn't look that fuckable to me. Yet she was slutty. She definitely had that slut look. I, I don't. I guess I don't understand a lot of your 
your words or def- oh, well, definitions uh, of them. Anyway, all right. Oh, so, so he won the damn thing, right? Yeah, but but it was kind of miraculous, giving the, uh, that he couldn't barely walk two years ago. I mean, and, and that was predictable because uh, after his wife smacked him in the mouth with the club, he lost all of his sponsors. And then he got that ugly DUI where they show him where he looks like he's unconscious. And and he lost all of his sponsors, pretty much except Nike. And his career just went right down the toilet. But then about last year, he started showing signs that maybe he was pulling himself together and getting his back in condition. He had a lot of surgery and stuff like that. So... Um, this was a, a big comeback, and as much as I dislike him because he's, uh, well, did you see Trump wants to give him the uh, uh, Medal of Freedom now that he won the Are Masters? you fucking kidding no, me? No, no, and he plays golf with Trump, so I mean. So, oh my God. I know, it's, but here's the way I look at this. This is, I'm really perplexed. You know, even I I knew how amazing he was when I when he was 16. I first of all he came out to Jackson Park, and the uh, the the policy guys and some of the politicians were giving Earl's father his father's a real asshole. But Earl would come out, and they give him money so Tiger could play in these amateur tournaments. And uh, the only thing uh, stipulation was he had to put on an exhibition for the kids out of Jackson Park driving range. And uh, so he comes through every year on his way to Western Amateur, and get, Earl would get get get, get his dough, and Tiger would put the show on the show on. So I got to know him a little from that. And um, yeah, well, I remember the first year he was supposed to be out there with the, and somebody said, "Hey Bruce, go tell get Tiger out here. He, 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 everybody's waiting. He's in a big. He's like 16, 17. He's." Screaming fight fight on the tele, driving range telephone with some uh, girlfriend back in uh, L.A. So that was so he apparently has problems with broads. Well, I mean, he kind of sound just again just from watching the news and the TV several years ago. He kind of sounded like a piece of shit. Well, he's no more a piece of shit than the average golfer. They're pro golfers. They're really assholes. I mean, all collectively, they're very. Why are they such assholes? I, you know, I think they're a lot like doctors. They think well, they're better than everybody through. else. I, oh, they think that, and they also they think they're privileged. Now, in the old days, they didn't make that much money. Now they do, and I mean, it's like this guy uh, that this guy Kutcher, Matt Kutcher. He won the big Mexican. He won like a million and a half, million and then two hundred thousand. He, had, he didn't use his regular caddy. He used a Mexican caddy in mm-hmm. Mexico. He only gives a guy like 25 grand or 10 grand or something. The, kid, the guy should what? have gotten 5,000. He should have given the rate, the normal rate, and he could deduct it from his taxes, would be like 50,000. You're shitting me. And he gave him 5 grand? So the guy comes for The guy goes ballistic public, and oh my God. Good. Kutcher came up with that fifty thousand so fast, but no, they're That's terrible. Bullshit. No, I caddy, I caddy for, uh, I caddy for a number of these guys, and the only guy that was really a, um, a good tipper, uh, what was his name? Uh, it's from San Diego. He was a pretty good tipper, and they say Jimmy Demerit was too. I, I never got to caddy for Jimmy Demerit, but most of these guys are really. Fucking cheap motherfuckers. Now, these are the old-timers, and they didn't have as much money as these guys. Now, these guys pay their caddies. They get really top caddies now. How much do they win? If you, How much is it, like, what's the payout for, well, if, for a, now, a, a see, victory? How much does Tiger Woods right, just win? All right, here's, here's what you mean to Tiger. First prize was probably a million to three hundred thousand bucks. But now, because he lost most of his sponsors with the scandal... But your sponsors, if you win, especially a major like that, and especially the first one, if you win the Masters, they can use you in an advertising campaign for the whole rest of the season. So your sponsors all come up with their two, three, four, four, you know, whatever your deal is. All of a sudden, I mean, he probably made on uh, endorsements, prize money, probably made about three mil. He was the first billionaire uh, athlete, first one, 
Uh, and then his wife found out about the hookers, and now he's a billionaire. Dumbass. Now, Michael Jordan is now a billionaire athlete, but that's because he owns that basketball team. Yeah, he did other shit. But, well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if he's the best. I don't know if he's as bad as Tiger. No, I mean, I he did other shit, like like business ventures. Oh, I thought you would just... No, I'm sure I'll, they'll do something well, naughty. Well, in my blog, in my blog uh, today, yesterday, was it yesterday? I said that the average elite athlete has a personality like a soiled jock strap. I mean, that's basically who that's they so are. That's so unfortunate. It really it is, is so unfortunate, because you like to see... Muhammad Ali was... Absolutely unique. I mean, he was about as unique as you could ever make it. I mean, he's the he's the babe, babe Ruth of my generation. I mean, he was he transcends all other athletes. Mm-hmm. And um, but I guess Babe Ruth was kind of like that too. And Ali was, you know, I mean, God, he just pissed everybody. I loved him, just absolutely adored him. Okay, so to wrap up this golf conversation, my question for Jordan: You're a big fan of golf. All right? Did you play golf? Oh, you two should go play golf sometime. Yeah, we should. You really should. And you shouldn't play with us either because <laughs> you don't know what the hell you're doing. I'll kick your ass. Oh yeah. Um, we are going to the driving range. Mark my words. Uh, so seeing Tiger Woods in this tournament, were you rooting for him? I know. Jordan was. No, and I'll tell you why I am. You were? Yes, and I'll tell you why, though. It's not because I like him. It's because I hate Jack Nicklaus even more than I hate him. And Nicklaus holds... That that guy's still around, too? Well, he's barely around. But he holds a record for the most majors. He won 18. So Tiger just won 15. So I want... Because I know how racist, how just absolutely, and especially the Masters... When Tiger won the Masters, it was just like a dagger to Bobby Jones's heart. Wasn't the, isn't there a uh, a really good Indian golfer? Well, Vijay Singh won the year before. Was uh, he in it this he year? He was. He's actually darker than yeah. yeah. He was, but he's old. Now. He's in his fifties. So he can't. The, he's not gonna be. Well, no. He, he. I mean, he's in it. I mean, once you win the Masters, you can come back as many years as you want. But uh, Tiger was the first bite. Now I knew. I knew a couple of the black guys eventually. I mean, I caddied for Charlie Sifford, played against Charlie Sifford back in the day when I used to play uh, out Joe Lewis. And um, so he, he uh, I think the first guy either was Lee Elder or Pete Brown were the first guys. That, but they kept changing the rules to keep blacks from playing in the tournament. Uh-huh. Every, you know, every time they do it, then, so oh, we'll change down. that rule. Well, th- th- that's who they are. And... Um, so, but I, Tiger, I want to beat Jack Nicklaus's record because I want the black guy hold a beat. Yeah. I don't want anybody to ever refer to Jack Nicklaus as the greatest golfer. Yeah. I mean, however horrible Tiger is with his Medal of Freedom. Okay, I can get behind that that uh, rally yeah. cry. I want a black guy to be the yeah, best player I can get because that. no, no sport deserves it more than golf. Um. Okay. Well. That's exciting, I suppose. Upset the white people. Yeah, that's, um, that's, that's good. Yeah. And, 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 um, okay, and, and Tiger, one of the reasons he's such a prick, because when he first made it out there, they were a lot, he was getting the N-word all over the place. Oh, I'm sure. And, you know, so he makes the guy bitter, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. You know, Jackie Robinson was bitter. Was, has there ever been any openly gay golfer besides... Uh, um... Open, oh, no, I don't even know if there's a female. Openly no. gay. Oh, oh, on the women's tour. <laughs> well, I would say 90% of them are they openly gay. Well, now it's all Asian girls. But um, on openly gay... Um, so I'm sure they're going to have to have on a... On the male, male they'd side. They'd probably get a hard, have a hard time, too. Right? What do you think? Well, any professional athlete. Sure. I mean, can you imagine a football player or a now, there they, was they, that football player that was they, out. Yeah, but he outs after he gets out. He doesn't talk about it. Yeah, most of them. I mean, what do you mean most of them? There was an interesting, I'll tell you one of the most interesting um, gay athlete events that ever took place was when Emil Griffith fought Kenny uh, uh, Kid Perrette. Kenny Kid Perrette. It was back in probably the 60s. And 
every, they were both Latino. I think they were like welterweights. Before the fight, um, Griffith kind of padded. Um, I forget which one. Yeah, Perret, Perret was the game. Patted him on the ass and said something in Spanish about being a faggot. And so the fight that fight was that night. So he goes out, uh, he goes out uh, and kills him. Whoa. After he called him a fag. Oh, I love that. That was great. He like all the drama. Well, that's, that's... There's, um, I mean, you know, sports in particular, there's a microcosm of everything happening around. There's going to be every ism, right? Sexism, racism. My God, today, listen to this. You guys all appreciate this. Today, I was on a radio uh, show doing an interview, and it was myself. It was an AM show. It was myself, and it was a male beer writer. And we were the guests. We both called in, okay? And um, the host was a woman, and she's asking us questions, blah, 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 blah. And one uh, toward the end of the, of the conversation, she, she turns it to women in beer. Like, are women... Women in the beer industry, the brewing industry, still minority. How is that? Is that true? And I was like, well, absolutely. It's male-dominated industry, and there are some great women out there. But we have a lot of work to do. And my colleague agreed, and she was a little bit shocked that it was still an issue, right? So after all that, she's wrapping up the show, and she's like, all right, well, we're gonna go to break, Liz. Thanks so much for being on the show. So-and-so, thanks very much for being on the show. I know you have kids to go pick up from school. <laughs> and he said, I, I actually already picked them up. They're just running around, so I just got to watch them. And then she said, oh, so you can, you can talk to us longer? Look at the dog running down the street. Oh, my street. God. The cop, is, the, cop is, the cop is following this dog. This dog oh is God. just walking right down the street. Oh, something happened. Oh boy! Somebody must have hit the dog. I, I hope not. I can't. I can't handle that. What's going on out there? There's all kinds of shit I don't know. Anyway, um, so anyway, the woman says to the guy, she's wrapping up with both of us, and the woman says to the guy, "Oh, you can, so you can talk to us longer." And he's like, "Yeah, I, I could. I could talk to you longer." So then she's like, "Okay, well." Thanks for joining us, Liz. We'll come back after the break with the guy. And that was the end of the interview. And I was like, this woman... What, what? We, were, we were both guests on this show, and this what, woman what, what, literally was... Why give us who the show was and who the fucking woman was? They literally... She literally was perplexed by the fact that it's still a male-dominated industry and that women don't have a voice. Yet she's wrapping up the show and telling me to go away and was having it, him continue. Was this continue. WBEZ? And I'm like, you, and I'm like, you're fucking kidding me. No, no she, she's talking to the other guy because he's like, you got to go pick up your kids. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, this is why it's a male-dominated industry. This is why it's a male-dominated world because people just naturally just give the platform to the male voices. And I just thought it was so ironic. Anyway, that was just my little... I wasn't upset about it. I just thought okay, it was... Well, I, was well, I thought it was funny. Why don't you tell us the show? I don't even know. It was, and it's an AM show. I don't know. You don't know? I, don't, I really don't know. Um, okay, so let's wrap up here because we're already over an hour, I think. Um, do you want to say anything else? I have a great deal to say, but I can, I can hold off. Was there any... I know you were antsy about some alehouse drama. Do you want to wrap it up with that? Oh. Or do well, you want to save it for next time? Yeah, we'll save it. It's about JoJo, Tui, and Ukraine Mike. And jo on JoJo's birthday. Lordy. Um, okay, we won't discuss that. Because we should really see if that's okay with everybody else. Oh, I don't need any okays. Oh, Lord. Um, okay, so I don't know if any of you who listen uh, are in the Washington, D.C. area, but um, I'm going to be doing a slew of events in D.C. this weekend uh, with the Chicago Bruseum. We're going to be doing something at the Pop Culture Association Conference at the um, Hyrick House, uh, historic home, uh, Lincoln's Cottage, and doing a talk uh, with the Smithsonian um, and their beer historian, Teresa McCullough. 
So uh, if you guys go to chicagobruseum.org and you'll see the events, you'll see the Chicago Bruseum on tour. You can get all the details there. But um, if you're around and you like beer and you like history, come out to something. Come say hi. Um, I would love to, to meet any uh, anyone and all of you. If you're in D.C., um, that's all I've got to say. Genius, anything else? No. Ruth, thanks for being here. Jordan, as always, uh, a ray of sunshine he is. Yes. Um, All right, well, thanks for listening, everyone. We will uh, see you again next week. Say goodnight, genius. Goodnight, genius. Goodnight, genius.